Amen. Turn around and say hello to someone one more time. Come on, one more time. Hello, hello, hello. All right. All right. You got the whole section to yourself, brother. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you so much. You may be seated. And we're glad for our guests. And uh, did you all get a packet of material from the church? Did you, did, you get, did you get the little pins? You got the pins? Okay. All right. We got some, some more guests here. Any more guests? All right. We got folks here. Praise the Lord. Uh, if you're a guest and we haven't given you a packet of material, we will do that and give you a pen. And so glad that you've come to be with us. In each of our services now, during the month of October, we're emphasizing missions and the local church. And so we'll have more to say to you in just a moment. We're going to start with a visual, though. Uh, we have uh, just started back. This is, uh, this is COVID recovery. You remember when COVID hit, a lot of people shut down altogether. A lot of people quit. A lot of people had to give up. Some people tried to do everything right away and did not survive. The Lord has been very good. He gave us wisdom. And the ABCs of COVID recovery, I told people early on, and uh, please check me on this and uh, stand up and say, you're a liar, preacher, if I didn't say this. But I said it would take us two to five years to get into recovery. Didn't I say that? Two to five years. So we're now two years plus in and uh, looking at uh, five years coming up. But the ABCs of post-recovery are as follows. A, A, here it is. Assess the status quo of any and all ministries from zero to 100%, whatever it may be, and determine where you're at. And we've done that. And we've got a much larger growing online presence than ever before, but we'd like to fill up the building as well and then have about three, four times this size of a crowd outside as well if uh, they're too far away or cannot come, as the case may be. So A is analyze or assess the status quo. B is become a prayer partner. Now that's something everybody can do. We've been doing it from the beginning. How many of you will pray and ask God to bring the church back together and then send the church out. Amen? Come on, that's what we need to be doing. C means to commit to active giving and participating. We need to know who is in, who is, who is committed, who's not going to give up, who's not going to back up, who's not going to give up. Now, your pastor and first lady have already determined we're not going to miss a service, we're not going to miss anything, uh, and so we've continued on. D stands for determine whether it's going to be plan A, plan B, plan C, and whatever we do, move forward. Don't stop. And we've never stopped going forward, have we? Come on. Now, if I'm lying, stand up and say, Preacher, you're a liar. But I've, I've always said we just keep moving, right? One foot in front of the other. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Have we stopped? No. And so we're continuing on. And E is execute a plan. If not A, then plan B, then plan C. Whatever the Lord has us adjust to, we will do. And the range is two to five years. And it's been day by day, week by week, constant adjustment, spirit-led. God has blessed Here's a bunch of, you want, a, you want a acrostic or you want um, alliteration? Simplify. Keep it simple. Simplify. Number one is souls, right? Number two, service. Serve. Have a servant's heart. Serve the Lord. Number, number three is support. Uh, you gotta, can't just talk the talk. You've got to walk the walk and then sustain and keep on going. This is our plan and we've been following it. Now we've come to a missions conference. Our conference speakers are your preacher, Brother Gabe, he'll be speaking tonight. Brother Tyler, he'll be speaking later in the month. And we will have other speakers, long distance, electronically, that we're going to be sharing with you constantly. And we're going to be have, having 
A lot of blessings, you're going to be glad. But you see, our neighbors in our hemisphere around us right here, they need the gospel. All around the world, they need the gospel. Uh, out uh, the north hallway, you can see the faces on the wall of all the missionaries that are supported, and all those folks are taking the gospel. We're supporting them, and uh, that's why we talk about missions giving. When we go offline today, everybody is going to receive a copy of Giants of the, of the Missionary Trail. This is a great publication. We have uh, the exciting accounts of missionaries as follows. I want to give you some of the names as we give this out. Henry Knott, William Carey, George Grenfell, Adoniram Judson, Samuel Marsden, David Livingston, James Chalmers, and Jonathan Goforth. Some of those are familiar, but in history these were great missionary giants. They established a pattern to be followed, and you're going to get a copy. I want you to read that to your kids. Read that, adults. Read it. It's more exciting than anything you'll find on television. All right? More exciting than anything on your electronic devices. All right? I want you to do that. And then everybody's going to receive Faith Promise Missions offering devotions. These are 28 days. Starts with tomorrow, Monday. Now, we already have, my wife and I have devotions and our daily devotions out of Psalms right now. And uh, we're reading through the Bible, both of us. And if you're following the app that Brother Tyler has developed, we finished the New Testament. We're in the Old Testament, right? And how many of you are reading through the Bible? And come on, 2022. Yes, most of the crowd. Amen. All right. So we're doing that. And then for my Bible preaching, teaching, Bible Institute, the different things that we do, Sunday school, all the different things, I'm studying my Bible separately for that, so we have Bible for that. Then I listen to myself. How many of you listen to From the Shepherd to the Sheep, my daily devotional? It's on YouTube, all right? I listen to myself again. And I say, boy, he, he's making good sense. And I, amen, 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 amen. Not a lot of people I can amen like that. All right, then I also catch when Tyler's on there and Gabe's on there as guests, and uh, also the little short clips. This week, praise the Lord, a lot of short clips up there on the YouTube, and uh, a thousand, two thousand hits. Uh, not unusual, praise the Lord for that. Folks uh, uh, coming on, subscribing. So there's a lot of Bible. There's a lot of Bible. But this is in addition. For the next 28 days, starting tomorrow and running through Sunday the 30th, we have devotions that were developed out of the Baptist Bible Fellowship International office some years ago. And uh, great stories in there. Tells what faith promise is, how it will build your faith, it's not just a scheme to raise money. It'll build your faith in other areas. The last testimony in here is about some folks that came across the southern border. They were here in the United States, and they started giving by faith promise, and the Lord blessed. They never lacked for anything, and so praise the Lord. It's an opportunity for us to take on even more missionaries. Everybody's going to get one of these. Likewise, everybody's going to get a copy of uh, the ICR magazine. Uh, this is about the... Pioneers of Creationism, and uh, you have some wonderful articles in there about the woolly mammoth and uh, uh, the various um, uh, aspects following the flood, volcanoes, um, this, the original search for the ark on Ararat, and so forth. So I, I hope that you will uh, take those and be blessed by those. We're going to have a lot of things going on. But today... Today is a month beginning of missions emphasis. The last Sunday we'll be talking about 
our 59th anniversary as a church. But today and every service, we'd like to welcome you to this month of missions. And our verse is Acts 1.8. But ye shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. That's it. We believe in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Yesterday out on visitation, Daquan, I didn't get a chance to talk to you. Uh, right before uh, we led that young lady to Christ on visitation, I was talking to a fellow upstairs, and he said his name was, and I won't say what it was, but he was Spanish-speaking, but also English-understanding and somewhat-speaking individual. And uh, he said he used to be a Baptist, and he was going to a charismatic church, and he asked me if I was filled with the Spirit. I said, absolutely. He said, so you speak with other tongues? And I said, no, I'm having a challenge speaking with this one right here. And I said, when the Holy Spirit fills you, here's what happens. And I told him about soul winning. And he said, it's good to see that a pastor is out sharing the gospel with lost souls door to door. I said, yes, that's what a pastor is supposed to do. And that's what church members are supposed to do. And I said, you, sir, what does your pastor do? He said, I don't know. I said, is he filled with the Spirit? He said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, you need to find out. You need to be filled with the Spirit. You need to be led of the Spirit and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, here's what missions are. Missions is going and telling a lost and dying world about Jesus Christ. So we have missions right here, maybe under your roof, maybe across the street, uh, down the block at, at the job, maybe on uh, some uh, trip, uh, wherever you are, you cross paths with people. Every saved person is a missionary. Every lost person is a mission field. Come on now. Amen. Let's get, let's get aware of missions. We're going to talk about missions awareness. But we're going to feature some video clips and we'll end off the month with our 59th anniversary, as I said. I hope that for that 59th anniversary, after the Lord has worked in your heart about missions, uh, about soul winning, about getting excited and serving the Lord and uh, uh, just being led of the Holy Spirit, I'm trusting that many of you will write out your testimony and say, the Lord has blessed you through the ministry of this church over the last 59 years in this way or that way. And... Uh, and get those into us, and Brother Tyler's going to help me to compile those, and we'll have all those testimonies, uh, how the Lord has moved, or how you've been blessed uh, during these years. But keep in mind, this church was born in missions. This church continues to be bathed in and continues to operate in missions. We are missionaries for Jesus Christ. Now, sent from here, number of missionaries, but also supported 150 missionaries out there, and today, by, by way of electronics, we are going to take a trip. It won't cost you. Plane tickets have gone up, I found out recently. Uh, if you don't believe it, try booking a, a plane ticket. Plane tickets have gone up, but you know what? This is not going to cost you anything but your time and your interest. So how many of you are willing to invest your time and your attention right now? Raise your hands. That's all it's going to cost you. We're going to take you to the land of one of my ancestors, because Weniger, Feniger on my dad's side, is German. We're not going to Germany. Not right now. Uh, but uh, uh, my dad 
uh, had in his mama's bloodline, so it's in my bloodline, some folks that are part of the British Isles, a little small part, and we're going to see them right now. We're going to travel to a foreign country. So if I can have that dropped right now, if I could have the lights back here, Brother Mark, if you get those, all right? And folks, give your undivided attention now for the next five minutes. There'll be a quiz at the end. A warm welcome from Hollywell. We are David and Mary Campbell and have been ministering to the people of Wales for 11 years. Looking back, we remember that God showed us a country filled with people and filled with churches, but the churches are not filled with people. Although the United Kingdom once had a rich Christian heritage, it has recently become an atheist nation with more than 50% of the population self-professing as atheists. Only about one in three describe themselves as Christian. Of the three million people in Wales, only about 5% attend church of any kind across all denominations. After initially helping a veteran missionary couple for two years, we progressed to our ministry vision, ministry restoration, reviving a dying chapel to again make it effective in proclaiming the gospel. There are literally hundreds of chapels with just a few members, no pastor, struggling to keep their doors open. They need a fresh vision for the lost, strong preaching, and sound teaching to again be able to reach their communities for Christ. After thoughtful and prayerful searching, we found Bethel Baptist Chapel in Hollywell, a town of 15,000 souls, including the surrounding villages. Bethel was filled in the 1950s, but had declined dramatically over the past several decades to one or two people attending each week. After a short trial period and a successful Christmas Eve carol service, the few members voted unanimously for us to come and help them in January of 2014. The decades of decline had left Bethel Baptist Chapel decrepit. As we began our needed renovations, we started engaging our community, which had largely thought the chapel had closed. Continuing outreach includes special services, door-to-door -door postcard distribution, children's craft mornings, fun fairs, and holiday Bible clubs. David accepted an invitation to be chaplain to the local RAF Air Cadet Squadron, an opportunity to minister to about 30 cadets and civilian volunteers. One of our most effective ministries remains Skurs Akapa, a weekly coffee morning which opens the chapel to our community and provides an opportunity for people to get to know us. In addition to our Sunday worship service, we hold a midweek Bible study to teach God's Word. This is perhaps the most critical aspect of our ministry as very few adult Christians know what they believe and why. We have started Fantastic Fridays, a children's Bible club which is showing great potential to share the gospel with mostly unchurched young people. The net effect of COVID-19 has been positive. We broadcast our worship service and Sunday school online and met via Zoom for our Bible study and even our coffee morning for over a year. These online ministries help keep our congregation connected, encouraged, and growing in the Lord. Since the Welsh government moved to level zero restrictions in August of 2021, we have resumed all ministries in person. All of our congregation was eager to meet in person, unlike some chapels which remain closed here. We restarted Fantastic Fridays in March of this year, and it has taken off with about nine regular attenders, 
the majority of whom are new since COVID. Five young people went to summer camp, a new high water mark, of whom three are unchurched. Camp was fantastic, and the result has been to build stronger bridges with the parents, who are typically not very engaged. Volunteer work Mary and I did to deliver medical supplies, food, and medicine opened a new door of contact. In fact, we sang Christmas carols at two care homes we supplied. How to summarize this? Though we are ministering through challenging times, just as you are, God's word will still go out, and we can all still reach out with the hope of the gospel. We need to try some new methods and new means to get God's word out, but our message remains the same. Maintaining a persistent outward focus, we have seen a slow but steady growth at Bethel to 25 in regular attendance at our worship services. Many visitors to our coffee morning and people formally joining the chapel slowly but steadily. We've had several baptisms and are seeing people come to the Lord as well as grow in their faith. We believe that Bethel is ready to be turned over to a national pastor. The challenge is finding a national pastor. In the meantime, our hearts are prepared to move on to revive another chapel. People are still looking for eternal answers here in Wales, and we are eager to share the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ with them. Please pray for us as we continue to navigate these times, as well as the bigger step of finding a national pastor for Bethel Baptist Chapel, so that we may revive another chapel. Thank you for your faithful support and prayers for us. We are praying for you in the States. And all God's people said, Amen. Come on, that's good. Praise God. That's encouraging. How I praise the Lord for David and Mary Campbell. They came here shortly after they began deputation. I believe it was, um, it was out of Battlefield Baptist Church, not far away. And uh, they have now been ministering over there in Wales, a place where some of my ancestors came from. And listen to me. It is important for us to think in terms of every soul. Each individual is important. This child, this adult, this teenager, this young adult, this whatever we are, fill in the blank, they're all important to God. Jesus Christ died that they might have a place in heaven someday. We need to be missions-minded and have mission awareness. I want to thank Grace Ortiz and Tyler and Carissa Candy and the boys for hanging up these flags. They took some of their own time this week to do that, to help us have that missions awareness. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing my part. I didn't climb a ladder, but I did put on my tie this morning. So we have some ties and scarves around that speak of missions. You see a globe up here. I know of at least two churches in the world that have a globe on the platform next to the pulpit. This one and the last one I pastored. There may be more, but I don't know of them. And so it is a, it is a visual aid to keep us aware of the fact that we need to get outside of our comfort zone and reach out to everybody that we possibly can. Thank God for the flags, for the globe, for the visual reminders. And uh, in the back there is a chart. Every month our giving uh, is put up there. Our total giving for the year is put up there. We are aware of the amount that should be given. Now, on your offering envelopes, I'm, I'm just going to share this with you. You can't see from a distance. But uh, on your offering envelope, there's a place for tithes. All right? Everybody ought to tithe. 
If you, if, uh, if you don't tithe, it's like, it's like holding up God in the alley and robbing God. That's what the Bible says. So you ought to be a tither. Underneath is missions. That's faith promise. You should get to the point by faith as you say, Lord, how much? And He tells you and you give it and He makes up for it and then you give more and He makes up for that and you give more and He makes up for that. Over time, pretty soon, that's going to exceed, all right? And uh, there's a place for special giving. Also, we have envelopes for give a Christmas gift to Jesus with the green writing on it. Right in front of you, uh, on the back of the bench in front of you, uh, the envelope that's sticking up is for Jude 22 International Ministries. Tonight, Brother Gabe is bringing a message. And I hope you'll bring your whole Bible because he's going to preach from the Old Testament. And so uh, don't, don't just think you're going to get by on your John and Romans or something like that or your New Testament. All right, so I want you to hear it. But Brother Gabe, called of God, especially with God's hand upon him, has a ministry that nobody else wants to do and a lot of churches don't want to have anything to do with. I'm talking about a ministry that reaches down and lifts up and helps to stand people who have fallen morally. And praise God for Brother Gabe. He's had a ministry of grace in his life and God has blessed him. His first book, Double Soul, I mean, it sold, it shot off the shelves. And it's a, it's a tool. Not to make, you didn't get rich over that, did you? It wasn't make a profit, didn't, made no profit, but got them out. We now have book number two. It's in. It's in our bookstore. You want to stop by the bookstore around the corner. And this book, which has been retailed on the shelves of places like Barnes & Noble, other places like that, 21st Century Leper by Gabe Rivera. Our own Gabe Rivera wrote this book. It's on Barnes & Noble's Books A Million. It's on Amazon. You can get it there. But you're going to pay $20 there. Here you're going to pay $10 today. So stop by, pick up as many copies as you can. It's not, it's not a difficult read, but it won't be easy because what this does, when I read it, I'm convicted. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I'm convicted. Everybody needs the grace of God. I hope that you'll stop by the bookstore. While you're stopping there... You know, the end of this month, you're going to have some kids stopping at your door, knocking on your door. We do not promote Halloween. But you know, the, um, the folks in the neighborhood may believe in it or practice it. And if they do, we want to turn it around for Jesus, don't we? And uh, how can we do that? How can we turn it around for Jesus? Very simple, very easy. Uh, if you're prepared for them, you can either do one of two things. You turn out your lights and, and maybe you're... You're, you're going to have uh, toilet tissue all over your trees and your house and everything else. Now, some of you are smiling because you know it's true. All right, that's going to happen if, if you don't make preparation. But here's what we can do to turn around for Jesus. We don't practice anything. We don't worship the devil. And so we're not Halloween people. But if you'll stop by the bookstore, you can buy a pack of these chick tracks. This one's called The Little Ghost. We don't believe in ghosts. But it gives the gospel, and it's appropriate for children. They come to the door, give them something sweet, give them this, give them a smiley face track, and let's turn it around for Jesus. Can I get an amen, please? Amen. That is what we ought to do to be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. I was going to say with Brother uh, Gabe's book, you can pick one up. Also, if you're not going to be back tonight, if you're going to be watching online instead because of whatever reason, then you want to take that envelope that says Jude 22, and you want to put the very best offering in it that you possibly can as a love offering for Brother Gabe in his ministry. He's been continuing on, trying to serve the Lord in spite of the devil. Well, we want to do what we can till the whole world knows. On Wednesday nights, I'm going to diverge 
from my usual Wednesday night, which is 1 Corinthians. We've been going verse by verse. We're going to be in 2 Corinthians, chapters 8, 9, 10, and 11 over the course of this month. And uh, we will get the stewardship forms out and talk about stewardship and how important it is for each and every one of us to be a part of missions. We want to, we want to pray and we want to give and we want to go. We want to be part of that. On Saturday at 10 a.m., we have visitation and had a good group out, even in spite of inclement weather, and we had some souls saved this week, amen? And we will next week too. I want to urge you to come out for visitation 10 o'clock on Saturday. So don't miss Wednesday night, 7.30. Don't miss Saturday. We clean at 9. We go on visitation at 10, and the Lord is going to bless in a tremendous ways. As you go down the hallway, you're going to see some faces of some people that have been here in the past, but they've served the Lord all the way to the end, they've passed on, and they're now with the Lord. This last year, we had some of our missionaries go to be with Jesus. Uh, many of you knew and loved Arabaldo de Carvalho, Portuguese speaking to the island known as Cape Verde off Africa. He passed on. His wife, Nilsa, has gone back to serve. We support the widows. Right now, right now, our church is supporting a dozen or more widows and some widowers who have lost their spouses, but that's no reason to stop supporting them. We continue to do it. Keep on giving. We'll keep on supporting for the glory of God. The question is, do we really believe this book and do we behave it? It's important that we do. Father, would you fill me now with the Holy Spirit? I pray that you'll bless as we bring a message from your word. I pray that this message will be taken individually and applied in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn with me, if you would, please, to the Gospel according to Mark, where our text is found on the front of the bulletin. Mark chapter 16. As we have stated already, we believe every word of this Bible is inspired and preserved. Furthermore, I believe that verses 9 through 20 of the Gospel according to Mark, part of the Textus Receptus, are in fact part of the Word of God. And therefore, verse 15, Go ye into all the world and preach the Gospel to every creature, is true. Then we have some words which follow, which tell us about the New Testament ministry of the apostles and how they were willing to go and put their lives in the line. We have an example given in that Scripture that was lived out by the Apostle Paul. He was in a shipwreck. You can read the record in 2 Corinthians, but he was in a shipwreck, and uh, while he was there in a shipwreck, as he was warming himself by a fire, a snake bit him, and yet he was not harmed. When we're doing the work of God, God protects us. We take care of His business. He takes care of our business. Amen? If you do right, you say, I don't know if I ought to go to church. I'm afraid. Uh, don't be afraid of anything. You know, we haven't had anybody pass away in church. We haven't had any, nobody's been hit by a runaway car down the center aisle of our church. It's really a safe place to be. It's a wonderful place to be among God's people. He takes care of His own. When you're out serving Him, He watches over us. You soul winners know what I'm talking about. God has brought us through some scrapes. We've dealt with some people who have come back from accidents, who have come back from, from things that have gone on. But while we're on visitation, God watches over us. We're taking care of His business. He takes care of ours. Amen. Go ye. That's born-again believers. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every 
creature. We have a number of examples of missionaries that we have never got tired of sharing their stories with you. I think about uh, David Livingston, who went to the very heart of Africa as a pioneer missionary. And he used to say this all the time, God had only one son, and he was a missionary. Had one son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came from a faraway place. Amen? He came down to earth. Do you think it was comfortable for him? Do you think in his flesh he was... He was comforted by the fact that he left perfection and came down to this sinful place. But he came because he was motivated by the love of the Father. And you know what? When we have the love of the Father motivating us, we'll go into places outside of our comfort zone and we will share the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, that great Baptist from London who said, if called to be a missionary, don't stoop to be a king. And I like that. If you're called to be a missionary, don't stoop to be a king. How true that is. On my wall back in California,